Welcome to Electric Lifestyle. I'm Electra. Hi, I'm Christine. And today we are talking about body image. Yeah, right. Um, recently I was on um, an, a German news page and something jumped at me. It was one of the Germany's next top model winners was scrutinized for a bikini photo that she posted on Instagram and I thought well it can't be too bad she's a supermodel you know and um, what she was criticized for was that she posted underneath her Instagram shot food pregnancy so I don't know I didn't see the photo but she must have had a little um, tummy a little round tummy or something whatever um, anyway people weren't happy about her apparently um, saying negative things about herself, about her own body, um, and they said it would have a, a negative influence on young girls um, that see her as a role model, and if she criticizes herself and makes fun of, of herself, her imperfections in public, then that's what you, these young women um, will be taught. Now, I understand where the critics are coming from. I totally get it. But at the same time, can we blame one person who happens to be um, well-known and in the limelight, if you want so? Can we blame one person for young girls having a negative body image um, for, for criticizing themselves? I mean, it's not that this one lady is the only one who's ever said anything negative about the female body. I mean, if you look around, um, every magazine that you look at, every um, TV program, those, what are they called, um, <clears throat> e-news or whatever, um, movies, wherever you look in the media, and especially social media, wherever you look, if you're not thin and smiley all the time and, you know, your hair's not right and I think we've talked about this before, your makeup isn't right, whatever, you're scrutinized. You are not worthy of anybody's attention. And I do not think that this model was the first one to ever introduce that way of thinking. So I think by criticizing her, we're trying to not look at everything else that's out there, um, the way that women are perceived in the media in general. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we... I'll take an example. <clears throat> I'll take an example. Uh, Barbie, for example, uh, mm. the doll Barbie. She's blonde with blue eyes, perfect proportioned body, um, and her hair is always done. And that sort of example set uh, to young um, kids. And uh, that can be the same with Ken doll, obviously, or other superhero dolls for 
for the male body. It doesn't have to be just the female body. It's just the body image can be both genders um, scrutinized quite a bit. Um, and I feel like from very, very young age, girls are indoctrined to look a certain way and to have this uh, ideal body image a certain way but we forget that every single every human being it has a different body type some have bigger uh, breasts some have bigger thighs or bigger butt or the tummy is not flat enough and that is all right because it's the body type as well. You have to think that not all are just straight, stigmen figures, and they're thin. You might th you might be thin, and still have curves. Um, me, for example, I always have had and have, I should say, bigger thighs. That is part of my body. I have bigger curves. Um, uh, in that part of my body um, and uh, it took me a long time to actually um, accept uh, that body type because in my mind I thought I had to be a certain way and it took a lot of self-talk and a lot of times in front of the mirror saying to myself uh, you're beautiful just the way you are and no matter how many times my husband said it, I didn't feel it. If you don't feel it, it, it doesn't count. It has to come from you. Yeah. It has to come uh, from inside. And now uh, that I'm 27, my role models for a, a body image, positive role models, are actually people who work out. And I admire those people because they work really hard on their body, not to be thin, but to be healthy. And this is what I'm looking for. And I don't know about you, Christine, but when I was young, I always been told, uh, you have to work out so you won't have cellulite. Uh, you, you don't need too much that and don't need too much of that because you go fat and that didn't come from the media it came from my family because I think my family is a little bit obsessed with body image but in the more of athletic body image rather than being thin and they couldn't accept that I wasn't as athletic as they as they wanted me to be mm. and it was really hard to fight that when we were growing up a lot yeah I can relate to that to what you said, um, I don't think I've had the pressure from my family. Maybe I did, but not in the same way. I did get comments from both of my parents when I, when I had periods when I would put on weight and I had periods when I would lose weight. Like my weight has never been stable, ever. Um, and so I would get comments like um oh, I don't put any more weight or something like that you know when when I already knew uh, my lifestyle wasn't healthy and not sustainable but there were reasons for it um like when you're studying you got exams and stuff you 
some people don't eat at all and lose weight and some people start eating stress eating and they put on weight and the last thing you need at that point is someone telling you well don't put on any more weight and I'm sure they meant well they they didn't um, want to criticize me they didn't want to put me down but they just had no idea that at the time I would take in those comments in a different way. I wouldn't respond to the comments as what they were, just they were just, you know, reporting a fact, you put on weight. But in my mind, it was, oh my God, I'm not, I'm ugly, I'm not loved, I'm, um, I'm not part of, the society that wants women to be in a, a certain way. I'm not part of that. I'm out of the out of the inner circle, if you want so. Um, and I need to do something about it. I need to do something about myself um, because there is no other measure why anybody would want to be with me. And at the same time, my weight's always been healthy. I've never been overweight in my life. I've, my BMI, if you want so, has always been in the perfect range. So there was actually no concern either for my family or for myself to worry about my weight at all. But I think that took me about 15 years to figure that out. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's funny because we always focus on weight, but you gotta think what kind of hormones are you going through at that point yeah the stress hormones make you more bloated fat uh, uh gain weight uh retain water how you want to call it but there's so many factors that we don't take under consideration stress depression and all this pressure we're putting on girls or even boys uh to look a certain way now yeah. Because it's put on them as well. They have to look a certain way to be accepted or to be uh, attractive to the other sex. And we forget that it's it's causing a lot of issues. Um, some girls can't handle it. They get depressed or they become anorexic to be able to... Um, handle that weight gain I guess and we're creating really bad habits to younger generations for for very young age and we need to sort of like take a step back and create good habits uh, mm. for uh, for better body image if you would like to say so uh, that way, instead of teaching girls that they need not to eat uh, so they don't gain weight, we need to teach girls that they need to um, eat healthier, eat more fruit and salads and go out and exercise and enjoy life and enjoy the moment and the body image comes with that as yeah. As a as a result of enjoying yourself and taking care of yourself, because uh, by not eating, so you won't 
gain weight that's not taking care of yourself that's abusing yourself and um at the end of the day when you start do eat you gain even more weight or you eat too much and then you gain weight because as in personal experience when i get stressed i eat i eat a lot and then i might not eat for a whole day because i felt guilty the previous day that i ate five hamburgers that I went into the local fast food store and bought and that's not a healthy habit whereas I would eat the whole day small snacks healthy snacks and take care of myself go for a walk see my friends and talk about something positive that would have been a better impact not only for my mind and my body but for my soul as well in that um, would not uh, come to a bad habit afterwards or any guilty kind of association with eating or um, yeah absolutely yeah I think we need to relearn how to eat again because really deep down your body knows when it's hungry and what it needs and I think with all the ideas in our heads, what we should eat and shouldn't eat, and if you eat certain foods, you feel guilty and you feel bad and you can never have something again. Like these thoughts, that, that's just unhealthy. That's the most unhealthy thing you can do is cut a food that you like out of your diet. That is just not normal. Normal is to eat everything to a certain extent, um, as your body wants it and, and needs the nutrients. And your body does not want to have French fries and hamburgers every day. You will get sick of that. But unless you allow yourself to have that every now and again, your body will be craving it and your mind will be craving it because it feels like you've, you've robbed it from something. Your own, you're fighting your own body. You're robbing yourself from um, the experience and from enjoying nice food. That's right. My grandma always said to me, uh, stop, listen, what does your body want? Yeah. What are you craving? Yeah. And I would say, I I'm, I'm craving a little bit of sugar, grandma, but uh, I don't think I should eat it. I always said, and then... When was the last time you ate sugar? And I was like, I don't know, like three days ago. And then your body, for asking sugar, it means that you're running low on something. You should listen and have it. Have a little bit. I'm not saying have the whole jar of hazelnut spread. Have just a tiny bit and that will saturate your uh, idea. And she's right. Uh, lately, I've been craving, I've been craving, you know... Um, peanut butter and jelly or hazelnut spread or some waffle biscuits I eat one and then I walk away but yeah. by eating one I don't go by the end of the week and I was like I denied myself the whole week not having those biscuits and now yeah. I'm just gonna stuff myself the whole bag the whole That's right. yeah, yeah it's mm. all uh, all with moderation yeah have everything all with moderation and then that will lead you into a very successful uh, 
life. Yeah, I think so. And what I've noticed lately is um, substitutes. Like I used to love pasta and spaghetti, but I would eat spaghetti every single day, like four times a week, easy. And I've come to realize that's not good for my body. My body does not need a pound of wheat every single day. So I've cut out pasta completely for a while, but I've actually found a substitute at the supermarkets, which is made out of um, lentils, I think. I think there's different ones, lentils and chickpeas and some stuff. And I know that it's better for me than the wheat pasta. It's got more protein than wheat and it um, doesn't have the gluten. I think it's a different kind of subject, whether it's better or not. But I feel that is better for my body. So I can have my pasta now and I don't want it all the time. If I have it once every two weeks, probably, that would be, that would be a lot. And I don't crave it anymore. Um, I think it's about listening to your body and what it really needs. That's right. I I love pizza. Pizza is my favorite food, and we I always order pizza online and from the local Domino's store, and I always felt sick after eating that pizza. Now what I'm doing is either make the pizza myself or buy some really good quality pizza bases from the supermarket cool. and make my own pizza with dairy-free cheese because dairy's dairy just doesn't agree with my stomach and using really nice fresh and really good quality ingredients mm. and I don't, instead of eating three pizzas that I used to, I just eat like four slices now and I'm full and I enjoy it even more and at the end of the night, I feel better for myself mm. that I ate something healthier and I knew what I put on there, I knew the ingredients and it didn't make me feel guilty for eating something uh, indulgent. Mm. Yeah, I think it's really important to listen to your body, what it really wants and what it really needs. Um, it's just when you said dairy-free, a lot of people these days go dairy-free and um, I'm pretty much dairy-free. But at the same time, if you sit at home and you enjoy your milk with your muesli in the morning or you enjoy your yogurt or your quark or whatever it is, just eat it. Just have it. You know, you, you are not a better person just because you cut down on certain foods. You are not going to be... Um, prettier, more self-confident, your life will not change for the better if you cut out foods that um, that you really, really want. Yeah, um, that's really good uh, that you mentioned that because uh, for four years I was vegetarian and I became vegetarian because I thought it was healthier for me because I had some gut problems and it was better for the animals and all the above in those four years I gained 20 kg because um, I wasn't eating properly mm. I wasn't enjoying the food I was forcing myself a lot of the times and a lot of the times I didn't want to eat anything that I loved and I ate um, rubbish and um, I became my body started failing basically on me 
and it wasn't it wasn't something pretty and recently about six months ago eight months ago I started eating meat and I'm trying to get myself back in health I'm not saying being a vegetarian it's bad thing I actually support the movement and I admire the people who can do it properly but I couldn't because when you're working 10 hours a day and you have only a 10 minute break how can you eat healthy how can you get all the nutrients you need when you can actually sustain yourself because you need to think you need to think that too um with every kind of um diet you do obviously is doesn't mean vegetarian because I've met really uh, healthy vegetarians, but they have normal jobs and normal hours and they have, they're super organized and they know what they're doing. I knew what I was doing, but I didn't have the time. And that really uh, made a whole difference. And, you know, ending up in the hospital because uh, your iron levels are so low and the iron levels are not working anymore is not good enough. Uh, for your body so I had to change something and by changing that really changed my perspective how to take care of me yeah I think um, I think that's a really valid point if you um, change your diet drastically you really got to make sure you get all the nutrients um, I I find it really interesting that um, people are going vegan now and I admire the people absolutely but I think there's a lot to it on how you can sustain your health and be vegan because you've got to make sure you get as you say you get your iron you get your vitamin b12 um, for example and it's not just cutting out meat you have to have the right balance in your diet to be able to sustain it for a long period of time yeah um, that is a really good point not just being vegan any sort of diet that you cut or add things into and those people who actually change the diet and they maintain it I really admire them as well uh, but sometimes you gotta think that there's medical reasons that you can't go vegan or you can't go keto or all those uh, all those diets or lifestyles, I should say, because sometimes doing that, then you're damaging uh, your health. So that's it, folks. Just remember, uh, body image is not as important as media says it. And the way you perceive yourself is what is important. Uh, maintain that healthy habit and the healthy choices in your life to get the positive results. I think all that matters is that you have energy and that you're positive. And you feel automatically. If you have been living a bad lifestyle, you won't have energy. Your energy levels will be low. Your mood will be low. You will be tired. You will be um, moody. You won't enjoy life. And the more fresh foods you eat, the more veggies and fruit, 
and the more clean water you drink and the cleaner you basically live, the more energy you'll have. When I switched to um, more salads and more raw foods, I was actually eating less and I was having more energy. So it's really amazing what you can do and I hope you feel inspired to experiment a little bit and try new things. Try replacing one meal a day with a salad. Easy peasy. The only thing you got to do is prepare a salad for the next day for lunch and take it to work with you. And, and try that or have a salad for dinner. Have a light meal for dinner and switch around with that and experiment a little bit and see how you feel. It will probably take you four or five days for your energy levels to change. But keep an eye on that and keep track on what you're eating and how that is actually affecting your life and your your mood and your energy and your whole day. Um, and yeah, leave us a comment. Um, we're on Facebook uh, under facebook.com electric lifestyle and um, tell us what you think. Tell us your experiences. Yep, let's uh, keep the conversation flowing and we'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.